Now, have you got some post-Christmas rubbish around the house? Did you dispose of the real Christmas tree yet? If not, I bet it's shedding. Well, Sinead MacDonald from Limerick City and County Council Environment joins us to chat about what goes where in terms of getting rid of all that Christmas rubbish. Good morning to you, Sinead, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year and good morning to you and all your listeners, Gillian. So, Sinead, let's start with a lot of the rubbish that accumulates even on Christmas Day, like the, the, the wrapping paper that people still wrap their presents in and maybe even some of the plastic from children's toys. Can this all go in recycling? It can, but what I would say to you is, uh, all right, one, you can check the My Waste Recycling list if there's any, um, if you have any particular concerns. But what I would say is with wrapping paper and the like, it can be kept as well for reuse next year. So before you go to completely just put it out into the recycling bin, think in terms, can you save any of it for use next year or maybe slightly smaller presents or whatever. Uh, the other thing to watch for with wrapping paper for recycling is, um, is it a composite? Like, is there um, aluminium embedded in it? You know, shiny stuff, tinsely stuff, glitter. Then it's not so recyclable, okay? So then you're putting it in your general waste bin. But if it is plain wrapping paper, it can, and, and it has been used, it can go in your recycling bin, absolutely. In terms of the plastics for what, toys... Just what, what about the like, sellotape? Like, you know... No, it can go in. It can go in. You don't because have to even rip in, all the pieces of sellotape no, off the uh, e, 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 uh, No, not, not unless it's very heavily sellotaped. The, the, um, like, even now in terms of, you know, the way if, um, film plastic film can now be put into recyc- for recycling as well since, oh God, it was late, uh, it was late in last the autumn year. last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, you know, even if there's a label on that, it can go in. So you don't be overly um, cautious in terms of, of, of the sellotape. Okay. Okay. Um, in terms of your plastic, like any of the clear fil- films that would have come off, you know, there's often a clear film around a a, a plastic or a cardboard package or whatever for kids' toys. Absolutely, that can go in into the the, the recycling bin. That's absolutely, um, your your envelopes, your Christmas cards, all can go that way as well. What if there's glitter on the Christmas cards? Do you need to worry about things like that. Uh, glitter on the Christmas cards, you could take off the, the glittery part and put the rest in. Okay. Yeah. But it, just to, to be careful, because when, you, when you're talking about, um, that, that comes back to another thing, maybe choose Christmas cards without glitter the following year. Just keep those things in mind. Or, um, or you know, in some cases, people choose, if they're a bit crafty, they choose to keep their Christmas cards and, and um and and use reuse them, um, making Christmas cards for next year. So keep those things in mind as well. Um, you know, and it's not. I'm not for a second saying that everybody. We're all busy. That everybody needs to be doing this. But if you have that inkling, and if you'd like to make one change for the year, maybe that might be the one. Well, it's one one way maybe to keep the kids busy as well. You know, give them something absolutely. to do. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. At this time of year, the other thing I'd say in terms of our any Christmas trees, decorations, anything like that, mind them, store them well, you know, uh, so that they can be reused. Um, and, and that's a key thing. The longer we can keep any of that stuff that we have, keep it in use, the better. So don't automatically kind of 
toss it round or don't store it properly so that you land something else on it so it's broken and you're throwing it out next year or whatever. And the same thing with Christmas lights, you know. Um, they're obviously an electrical item. Store them well. You know, mind them when you roll them up, put them around those, um, have, you know, reusable containers for them or put them in their own bag within the bag of other lights, if you know what I mean. Mind them so and don't store stuff on top of them so that you keep them in use for as long as possible. I always notice this time of year that the supermarkets and some of the other kind of home store place places that have home products have all these big plastic see-through bins for sale and usually on special. I suppose to encourage people to, to buy them to store their Christmas decorations in. And I'm always torn, you know, because I've kept <laughs> them in cardboard boxes for years. It drives me nuts because I might label them, but I, still, I can't find the label. The label falls off. And, you know, the cardboard boxes aren't great. And I go, I'd love those plastic bins for my decorations. But there's the guilt over buying plastic now that I never used to feel years ago, but I feel terribly guilty about no, buying any plastic that. now. Yeah, I understand that. And, I, um, you know, sometimes it feels it's very hard to do the right thing. Again, I think if you're keeping them for a long time and they're going to keep your decorations for a long time and it's transparent and you feel it's transparent so that you can see exactly what's in there, it works for for your type of organisation. I think you can let yourself off the hook oh, thank there. Thank you so much. You've just absolved me. I feel like <laughs> I I've do. just gone to confession, you know. You know that no, like uh, you've absolved me of the guilt of buying plastic. But, but having said that, I would say, um, having said that, so I, it, 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 we're not, it, making people feel guilty about what they're doing is not necessarily the right way to encourage people to do the right thing. Okay. So, but I do think that there is still a place for the cardboard boxes and labelling them as well. So don't anybody think that I'm not recommending that because I would recommend that and that's what I do myself, you know. Okay. I have different yeah. types of Christmas bags and whatever that I use. But I, for, I wouldn't for a second. If you feel that it's going to help you keep your decorations in use for longer and all the rest of it and they're, you know, helps you keep organised, these are clear plastic bins that you're going to have for an awful long time. You know, that's slightly different to the um, one-off disposable, continual, you know, oh, yeah. sure, it only cost me this, I, uh, I can go out and get another one. That's a different mindset, you know, okay, entirely. So what about the tree? Uh, and tell us first of all about the real trees. Obviously, the, the they real, have a, the, you know, they're dying now, I suppose. They are. And, and um, the good news is that in both our, in our recycling centres, so that's Mungert Recycling Centre, which is open from a Tuesday to a Saturday, um, Kilmallock Recycling Centre, which is open Tuesdays and Saturdays, and Mungret or sorry, Newcastle West Recycling Centre, which is open Wednesdays and Saturdays. All the times are 10 to 16.45. You can bring um, two Christmas trees there during the month of January free of charge. They'll be accepted free of charge up to two Christmas trees per household. Now, then we have some dedicated collection days. Now, these are where they're drop-off collection points. Okay, so this means that our park staff will be on site and they'll be mulching on site during those times. So it's 9.30 to 3 p.m. on three different dates on three different locations in three different locations. So Friday, the 7th of January, that's this Friday, near the Our Lady of Lourdes Community Centre on the Children's Road 
our trucks will be very obvious there. 9.30 to 3 p.m. You should only leave your tree when people are there. Okay, don't, it's not a collection point beforehand, it's when staff are there. Um, Saturday, the 8th of January, watch, in the Watch House Cross Complex, Moiros, near the recycling bin, so not far from the, the library there in Moiros, okay, the recycling banks are there and um, uh, that's where that tree collection point will be. And Saturday, the 15th, it'll be the Musgraves Market uh, Centre car park. Near on the park road, near the park road depot. Um, so they'll be there. Again, the time is 9.30 to 3 p.m. and trees should not be left there outside of those times. There should be staff present when you're leaving your tree. Okay. okay? We'll, we'll get all so those all dates of, and times up on our website as lovely. well. I know people and, can find them on limerick.ie, but we'll put them up as well. Yeah, lovely. And all trees will be shredded and used as bark mulch across um, our various parks and various parks-type initiatives within in Limerick, in County Limerick. If you're using an artificial tree, you need to keep it for as long as possible. So all that I've said about storing decorations and the like is true of artificial trees. The longer you keep them, the better. And there's different timeframes I've come across. You should be able to keep your artificial tree for a minimum of 10 years, but I've also come across 20 years. So the longer you keep that artificial tree, um, you need to keep it to to do any, um, to reduce your carbon footprint in effect. Um, So the longer you can keep that, the better. That's the best advice we can give, that if you're going to go that route, again, I'm not, there's no judgment in terms of the environment if you're going that route, but to get a tree and then throw it out in two years' time is not the route. it's not fashionable anymore. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, So, you know, and, you know, around fashion, why not just create your own trend around Christmas? What is your fashion and your tradition for Christmas rather than going with everything that you have to throw out from year to year? You know, if you do have a tree, though, that is on its last legs, let's say this is year 21 and you've you've had it running for 20 years. Okay, year 21. Um, Unless it's got, you know, inbuilt electric stuff in it where it becomes an electrical item and some of them do have uh, lights built into them, um, it's it's general waste. So into your, a lot of them wouldn't fit into the black bin. Well, a lot of them come apart. And this is where it's difficult. It's because they become, um, they they become, uh, they're, off, they're composites often. There's a bit of metal, a bit of plastic, different types of plastic, you know. And, and that's the difficulty with anything when you're trying to recycle. And this comes back to the whole notion of the circular economy. If you design it from the beginning in a way that it can be broken down to be reused, to be recycled, it becomes a different thing. But at the minute, we're we're not there yet. What about the bottles, Sinead? A lot of bottles knocking around after Christmas time and the cans and that kind of thing. And well, we have the bottle banks, but they're very often full. They they can be, certainly. I have seen the, the collectors out over the Christmas, the contractors out over the Christmas collecting um, the, um, I've actually saw them on New Year's Day collecting uh, from bring sites around the city. But um, one Lots of households have a curbside collection for their glass, so use that, okay? Two, use your uh, bring banks or bottle banks, as you call them, for your glass. But if they're full, please ring it in. 
okay? And if they're full, don't leave your bottles or boxes of bottles or whatever it is just lying in front of um, the the bring bank or if you do use them successfully, don't leave the bags behind you after the fact, okay? And remember, our bottle banks, glass in particular, are also for jars and that might sound like a silly thing to be uh, identifying, but sometimes people don't recycle jars for whatever uh, reason. Um, so glass bottles and jars and all of those things. Um, in terms of your aluminium cans, please remember aluminium in particular is infinitely recyclable. It is a very valuable material. It should go into your uh, curbside recycling bin. And there are aluminium can banks as well. Um, and Here's my problem with those, right? The cans, okay. I, I, you, you know me, Sinead. I always have a problem with all of this stuff. Um, you're supposed to rinse them out, yeah? And they also need to be dry. Yeah. But getting, I mean, nobody's going to be getting the hairdryer into an empty can. No. <laughs> or to Thieves or 7-Up oh or whatever it might no, be. No, no, no. Um, so, you know, it's, but yet you'll never get that glass drip, right? So there's a okay. couple of drips from a few cans and then you've got your cardboard in the recycling bin as well and it's getting wet and it's very important that that stays dry. So it's the balance no, of all of that. It is, it is a balance, okay. But I think with your can, you give it a quick rinse and you put, turn it upside down on your draining board and you let it drip. Okay? That, that's what I would do. You're not going to be able to get a hairdryer out. Nobody is suggesting that. Um, and, you, and give it a shake and then put it in your recycling bin. Okay? Give, give it its best chance. Again, it is very hard to be perf- absolutely perfect in this world. Yeah, you know? so, so you're, you're doing the absolute best you can with with what you've got to get the very last drip of um out of a, an aluminium can is not easy you know yeah so uh, you're doing the best you can with it basically yeah all, all right so you but the, the odd tiny drip on not going to cause a major problem but what is the biggest mistake that people actually make when they're putting stuff into the recycling bin Okay, from I'll just tell you from what I've seen around where I live, where bins were presented and maybe people weren't around or whatever, the biggest mistake is just mixing up bins entirely, food waste going into into recycling bins. I couldn't believe what I saw um, really in bins that kind of fell over. Um, I was thinking, oh my God, that's meant to be a general waste bin packed to the brim of anything and everything. And then funnily, funnily enough, a perfect glass recycling bin right beside it, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I think really the biggest mistake is putting the wrong things in the wrong bin or not paying attention to collection dates, getting caught out maybe, um, you know, on what bin goes out on what day and then the next week everything goes into the one bin. Um, so, and those bins, of course, you know, the collectors don't have to collect them if the wrong thing is completely in them. So that causes another issue. Um, so I would think that that's mostly, and certainly, and then the other one is contaminants in food waste. You know, plastic shouldn't be in food waste bins. Um, if there's a bit of food in the end of a plastic uh, container of some description, you scrape out the food and put it into the food waste bin. You don't put the plastic into the food waste bin. Okay, and uh, tin foil in food waste bins, but plastic is by far the biggest contaminant in food waste bins. And then I would say, actually, on food waste, 
probably, and having been recently to um, a food waste recycling uh, uh, anaerobic digester, um, I couldn't believe the first point, the amount of uneaten fruit that was just sitting on top mm. of all of it. It was just mind-boggling to me. Um, a- apples, oranges, just sitting up there on top. And honest to God, only that they were in this soup of food yeah. waste, you could have picked them out and eaten them. You see, Sinead, we, we all buy the healthy stuff when we go to the supermarket, particularly this time of year, you know, and we, we have great intentions. And then we come home and there's leftover mince pies and leftover chocolates in the tin uh, sitting in front of us. And uh, that stuff gets eaten and the fruit kind of tends to rot a little in the bowl. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I do, I do know that. But I'm, I'm. What I'm talking about is here is things that didn't even need to go there yet. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, it is extraordinary, really, how much food we. And I, I, I'm again, I'm saying this without judgment. I'm in yeah. this boat with everybody else as well. Um, it's amazing how much food we we, we as a society. Make. Yeah, as a society yeah. waste. Maybe yeah, we collectively. need to, to, to get back to learning how to make the apple tarts at home and uh, using up the apples that way. That might be one Absolutely. way of limiting the, Ju- the food waste. Ju- apple in your porridge in the morning. Lovely. Or just learning learning some basic recipes to use up leftovers. Um, nothing wrong with putting an apple into a pancake mix, for instance. You know, if if they're slightly bruised or whatever and, and you feel people aren't going to eat them. You know, you can do that with an apple. We often think about doing that sort of stuff with bananas, but it can happen with apples just as easily, yeah. you know. So, you know, just have some basic little uh, leftover. And there's loads of sites with leftover recipes now. And a lot of the main cooks, are, or sorry, I shouldn't say cooks, chefs that are out there are celebrity chefs are, have recipes for all this sort of stuff as well. So um, I think just a little bit of thought really, into um, how we're, again, it comes back to how we manage our waste generally. And then it's particular, Christmas presents a particular issue because there's so much of it. Sinead, before I let you go, I, I'm i sure you've you've heard the details of the latest eyeball survey, Limerick. Yeah. There's some good news, some bad news. It's not, nothing really to kind of like set off any fireworks. No, I am pleased to see, I couldn't help but say, you can't but be pleased that Galvone has come up a bit. You know, um, and that that's a good thing. Um, but I suppose for all of, particularly for all of the staff and volunteers who work so hard in the city centre in particular, um, you can't just be a bit downhearted, really. That's the truth. But when you, when you, um, yeah. when those results come out. But do you know what? They're results that flag things. And again, we'll have to knuckle down and try and do better. And the way... Or anybody listening can help is please put your letter in a bin, yeah. you know, or simple. take it with you. Don't drop it. You All know. right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the programme this morning. That's Sinead McDonald from Limerick City and County Council Environment. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Jonah.